You're listening to Astronomica, the podcast where we get vaccinated and wear our goddamn masks. And don't go to bars. Oh, it was fine until that last part, and then I got real bummed out. (laughs) Well, you know, we all have our limits. Yeah, well, let's try. I'm Star Daddy. Hi, Star Daddy. If you're hearing my voice right now, Mm -hmm. it means that you've lied down in bed and left your podcast player on shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) And I, for one, welcome you. Yeah. You've probably heard this episode three times. It's a good one, I expect. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is the one where Anton finally eats it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, assuming he's not been dead for like four episodes. (laughs) I just assumed it meant genitals. That's every episode. This is the one where he dies eating genitals. (laughs) Which is the sexiest way to. The face raping monster of Duralgon 6 (laughs) claims its next victim. I enjoy that our intros are always racier than our actual content. Mm. So far. So far. Uh, They point the way. You guys haven't visited the sex planet. Every planet I go to is a sex planet. (laughs) (laughs) Well. I'm Kristen. I play Dr. Hildegard Hypatia Cade, and uh, I don't think Hildy would know what to do with the sex planet. I mean, study it, obviously, mm. but like, that just sounds sticky. You can yeah. borrow my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff, and I play the MS Admiral Grace, and a sex planet is exactly equally as disgusting as a planet where people walk around <laughs> breathing and eating and all the other stuff you meatbags do. It's gross. Mm. Also, mm. I'm a med bot, so I'll heal you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cullen and I play Anton <laughs> He really does though Those are specific You're blocking those off specifically So we, when we have to re-record Because Anton died <laughs> I contemplated just saying Brevity <laughs> Nice Well sure. you know what they say Explaining your regret at a missed joke tag Is the soul of wit <laughs> Um, I'm Colin, I play Mackie, and I regret it more and more every day. Don't you regret everything more and more every day? I assumed that was a natural part of the aging process, but yes, I'm hoping it's not particular to me or I'm going to feel really bad. Do you think the fans love Mackie because of Mackie, or do you think they come to the podcast as... Like Peter Falcon X. <laughs> <laughs> They're called Falcomaniacs. Falcomaniacs. <laughs> yes, I'm thinking it's the Falcomaniacs thing for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I know we're big on R slash Falk. Oh, there we, we go. We should start a uh, spinoff Mackie series called Queer as Falk. Turns out not actually all that queer, but cool with it if that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm down well. to try anything. <laughs> I, I guess I'm like a 1.5 on the Kinsey. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody's a one. Have you seen Brad Pitt? <laughs> a Harrison Ford in a helicopter? It's true. Harrison Ford in a helicopter, man. We already agreed on that one. That's canon. Yeah. I mean, even Han Solo fucks a dog monster. <laughs> I don't think that's their relationship. That's what it I is. got from it. I don't care what it smells like, you filthy ape. Get in there. You know, <laughs> you know. I never thought of him and Leia and Chewie as a thruple, but that's kind of adorable. So there's an episode after this. Hopefully we haven't scared you off. And uh, join us next week for the first run in the next round of intros that we record. So, you know, it'll be coherent and shit. Unlikely. Doubt it. I promise you, the listener, 
that I will maintain this level of complete, weird, incoherent, inconsequential insanity into the next round of intros. Previously on Astronomica, Anton reveals the breadth of knowledge of a true Renaissance man and assists the captain of the LS Albatross with plumbing, engine maintenance, crypto charcuterie, and hydrology as he lays some pipe, checks the old oil, hides the salami, and gets it wet. His attempt at a tender post-coital moment with the captain unveils a stunning reversal. He was not the Kirk, but rather the Kirky. He is one failed talk-slash-foosball check away from hijacking his very own fighter when the ship goes on red alert. Meanwhile, aboard the Grace, Hildy searches for places to dump... Sorry, abandon... Sorry, safely disembark the refugees from Apogee Station and discovers that Mackie's old home ship, the Empress Helene, is present in the system. That is the canonical and accepted pronunciation of Helene, by the way. Everyone keeps mispronouncing it for some reason. This leads the successful, handsome, and above all, respectable Mackie to make the difficult decision to reconnect with his family. As the Grace makes for rendezvous with the Empress Helene, the presence of Apogee slash Lokshide, double agent Gareth Hannon is revealed to the Apogee corporate scumbags somehow, and intrasystem violence is at least delayed. Mackie wins a fight with an old woman over a towel and the crew of the Grace, known variously as the heroes-slash-saviors-slash-irreproachable-angels of the Apogee Station Crisis, finish their biggest delivery to date. Anton makes plans to perform the risky maneuver known as Unsplitting the Party. Hildy attempts to compassionately distract the guards searching for Gareth Hannon. Hopper compassionately administers a medicinal cyanide tooth to Gareth Hannon. And Mackie searches through his stateroom for his big-boy pants. This should prove to be a very brief search because all of his pants are big boy pants because he is a big special boy. <laughs> Stay tuned for the heartwarming family reunion coming up now. So having disembarked the uh, Apogee employees, are you going to attempt to make any contact with family or anything while you're here? I'm assuming there's some sort of internal communications node somewhere near the airlock where we disembarked everybody. Certainly. Yeah, he goes to it and, you know, starts dialing up random members of his family. He starts with his youngest son, because, again, that's the one that scares him the least. Rodri, right? Rodri, yeah. He that's answers, it. and he says, uh, yeah, Dad, I'm at the Orange Julius. I see the crowd. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's our crowd. How, what do you think of them? Pretty good crowd, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a good crowd. Say, your old man still got it, huh? <laughs> you, you, you did good, Dad. Thank you. Thank you. You're a good kid, I assume. Listen, uh, would you like to visit? Would you like to? Would you like to come see my ship? It's a real nice ship. Sure. You want anything from the Orange Julius? I'll have an Orange Julius. Okay. Hildy, you want an I Orange Julius? I would love an Orange Julius. Uh, it's free if you describe eating it to Hopper. I think I can try to do that. I mean, nobody does it like Anton. I understand. But- all right. There are many things Anton does better than the rest of us. There are still fires in the kitchen. Anton, Ooh. if you need an excuse to steal a fighter, you are on comms and realize you're missing orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> Rodri, three orange julii, if you please. <laughs> <laughs> that is a common misconception. It comes from the Greeks, so it is Julius's. <laughs> Juliactoi. <laughs> Juliodes. Anton's just like, I don't even see a vending machine on this no, but ship, the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> the Luxury Day ships have an onboard Chipotle and Starbucks. <laughs> oh. uh, crew only. 
my crinkled one credit bill won't slide into any of the, <laughs> the slots. It keeps going into the slot and then getting spat back out. Yeah. You are summoned to the bridge, finally. All right. Assuming I was just like basically already standing at the yeah, door and been there for a minute. You're summoned to the bridge. You're standing outside the bridge. <laughs> I'm kind of already here, man. <laughs> I t- take my shirt off and try my dump suit around my waist. And <laughs> Smack the first officer on the ass. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in like a normal person. <laughs> are you Are you peacocking on my ship? I'm the only peacock here. The captain welcomes you in and. She doesn't get up from her seat. She says, well, it was, um, it was nice to meet you, Mr. Anton. Um, she ouch. offers a hand to stiffly shake. I, I stiltedly, following all aspects of decorum, mm-hmm. shake her hand. Just one good hump. And uh, she very, maybe that's why she's being so stiff. Yeah. yeah. She very stiffly and in an official tone says, I like the thing that you did. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah, you can always, uh. Call up the Admiral Grace anytime we're in the same system. <laughs> Noted. She doesn't ask for the number. <laughs> <laughs> and her first officer goes, Captain, why are you always like this? <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, I guess the pertinent thing now is to figure out a way to return me to my vessel. Yes. I am going to send some personnel over to monitor the political situation with refugees. You are welcome to board that vessel. You know, it could be a bit more interesting. How's that? Say, we uh, we took a slightly faster, more agile and combat-ready vessel from the <laughs> hangar. <laughs> so, you know, call it a joyride. <laughs> Yeah, make it a little bit more exciting on the way over is all I'm saying. If you want a Lakshi Day fighter craft, mm-hmm. you only need to buy one. Um, what can I ask They're how much for it sale. is? Yeah, what can I ask how much it is? You can, actually. <laughs> Better question. Is it worth the lives of 17 of your employees? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, guys are in another department just to get a fighter that we'll probably forget we have and never use <laughs> that's that's uh, my whole goal with this characters i get all the neat toys and i don't play with them he's still got bridget sakamoto's grab harness like <laughs> yeah, it's just like on my hip or whatever <laughs> you're just walking around with your arm like stiff that's why your handshake is so stiff <laughs> it's uh three hundred five thousand credits well i don't have that you you're not liquid. I get it. <sighs> what kind of a fucking ship's cook are you? <laughs> a bad one, apparently. <laughs> well, you should talk to your captain about how you need a fighter craft. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll uh I will cordially do a uh polite, you know, jaunty wave at the room. So jaunty. Like, Yo, it was fun, foosball guy. Next time. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, y'all take it easy. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Cool boat, I guess. As you're uh, leaving the bridge, the second mate walks up and hands you a pamphlet. And you look down and it says, 
So you may have caught feelings. Captain <laughs> <laughs> of the Ellis Al- Albatross. They go to extend it at me, and I just like push their hand back onto their chest and just like give it a pat and like shake my head. <laughs> I was thinking like as the door shuts, you hear them all talking about how man, I thought he would never leave. I know they can never take a hint. <laughs> We left the keys and the fighter craft and everything. <laughs> Boy, all he had to do was make a six on his notice check and he would have seen it. Yeah, I guess I'm fucking off. All right. You uh, board a personnel carrier with some more armed guards and uh, depart. Are they cool looking, interesting people with funny names? Sure. You want me to roll in general? <laughs> no. Rodri shows up. Uh, he has some orange Julius on his shirt because he's like holding them against his chest. Oh, well, and he is Mackie's kid after all. Yeah, and he hands one to to you, and then uh, and who's Hildy? This is Doctor Hildegard Habesha Kate of the Institute. Yes, of the Reliquary uh, um, Institute. Thank also, you. our communications officer aboard the MS Admiral Grace, which is of course my fine vessel. And he turns and he like throws his arms wide to take in the uh, well. I mean, really, what you can see through an airlock. And his smoking jacket goes, get a load of this beefcake. <laughs> Does he also forget that he's holding a beverage and it goes spraying everywhere? <laughs> no, he's very careful with the orange juice. Okay, they are precious. He was around for a few years after they basically turned this ship into a corporate day-glow monstrosity. He knows how to handle an orange Julius, Kristen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to prove his point, he holds it upside down and it spills out and he's like, oh, <laughs> shit. That's Dairy Queen. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but yes, uh, you, you should come aboard and uh, have a look at the uh, many fine amenities. You know, I found this ship in the garbage. <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh, shit. I, that's impressive. Thank um, you. Sure, I'll, I'll, I guess I have a few minutes. And I can tell you that Mackie has survived far longer than almost every single other crew member aboard this ship. Yeah, <laughs> see? I have impressive survivability. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, Mom sure. always said. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, Dr. K, do you know a Magda Berg from the Institute? You can either dictate, you can either call it for yourself, or you can roll a connect. I'll roll a connect and see. Okay. And I'm going to say, if I make it, then I have actually met her and talked to her. And if I do not make it, then I will have heard of her work, but won't know her personally. Okay. Intelligence, wisdom. Mm, Charisma. (laughs) Yeah, charisma. Yeah. Okay. How many people you... I got a four on the dice, and my pluses and minuses even themselves out, so a total of four, Okay, which I believe is a fail. That is a fail. Um, you are familiar with her work as a specialist in earth artifacts. Yes, I do not know her personally. However, I am familiar with her work as a specialist in earth artifacts. Is there a reason for you to ask? Well, she's just been making trouble around here lately. I, uh, You said you work for the Reliquary Institute. I do indeed. What sort of trouble? Just spreading salacious, horrible lies about us. Yes. What kind of I lies? I will say, if you will permit me, her reputation is quite good. I do not believe that she would be lying about something as grand as the Empress Helene. I'm sure there is a reason for whatever she is saying. You can look her up yourself. I'm not. Whatever. That's fine. Told Dad, you, you wanted to give me a tour? Make a note. Yeah, come on. Come on in. Am I crazy as you get taller? Uh, since I was seven, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I like your shoes. Come in, come in, come in. Uh, so this is the cargo hold, and he goes over, and he, like, bangs on a panel. Hollow. We smuggle a lot of shit in this ship. 
<laughs> oh my god, the stories I could tell you. You're smuggling? As soon as he starts to turn away, the uh, smuggler's hold panel pops up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, like, we, we do a lot of things. We have a diverse portfolio of services that we offer, mm -hmm. uh, and smuggling is one of them, but we don't smuggle people. <laughs> All right? Don't you get that thought out of your head. Okay. <laughs> we draw the line. The people you disembarked. They weren't smuggled. No, that was, that was totally above board. Oh, no, those yeah. were refugees that we rescued from the Abadzee <clears throat> Station fiasco. Yes, oh, uh, we hey. merely placed them in dire circumstances so that they were forced to avail themselves of our services <laughs> of their own supposedly free will. Sometimes you have to create the market. That's economics 101. <laughs> oh, hey, so uh, Sergeant Shank, Sergeant Shank, come here, come here. <laughs> this is my boy. Handsome, huh? He's uh, the spitting image, sir. That's right. You hear that, Rodri? You look just like me. How do you feel about that? I'd be pretty disappointed if I was you. I would like to remind you of Clause 17B, no spitting. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't spit. Don't actually do that. Mm. Seriously. Actually, if you could spit into this specimen collection sample... Okay, well, there are no certain circumstances in which you can spit, but <laughs> really you should you should just let the ship tell you when to spit and when not to spit. Uh, here's the galley. Our galley officer isn't here now. You'd love him, though. You know, he's an adventurer. Hmm. Uh, you know? wh what does Mackie make of the several fires ongoing in the galley right now? <laughs> uh, the fires are a new thing. <laughs> um, the fires are a new thing, yeah. and uh, we are on the fence about them. We might get rid of them. <laughs> we'll probably get rid of them. One of the fire suppression <laughs> nozzles goes... <laughs> exhausted. Yes. <laughs> How are your brothers and sisters, huh? You, you see them? Are they still on the ship? Uh, well, not all of them, no. How many kids you have, Mackie? <laughs> uh, is that Rodri? We're going to go with <laughs> we're going to go with half a dozen, of which Rodri is the youngest. Okay. You want to throw out a name of one that wouldn't still be there? Laverne. I mean, Laverne took off. That girl, she had wandering in her spirit i could tell from the day she was born good for her getting out yeah. from under the corporate teat no offense she got knocked up by some no account drifter and is out looking for him you know what sometimes you don't think you could be more proud <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out that your oldest girl ain't gonna take no for an answer <laughs> she's gonna go out and she's hey god i got give me a minute <laughs> Stand by your man. Hopper, Hopper runs over and sprays a little mist in your face. <laughs> I am so misty. Hopper, tell, tell, tell Rodri one of the interesting things you're always telling me. Your father has a load of nanobots that would kill an ordinary human coursing through his bloodstream. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Laverne. Love that girl. <laughs> Wait a minute. I need to ask Anton if he knows anyone named Laverne. <laughs> I'm going to roll a connect check that I will not <laughs> disclose until the appropriate time. All right. I'm not sure which is the failure or the success. <laughs> it was an interesting number. <laughs> 69? One of those. Hey, <clears throat> Rodri, would you like to see something that no other ship in the galaxy has? Um, is sure. Is sadness room? No, not that. <laughs> so, uh... Yo, how, how are your uh, vile corporate overlords teaching you? He's walking you towards the operations deck. Um, I mean, things are okay. A lot going on, you know, busy. I bet they kept you busy. 
that was one thing, doing a bunch of bullshit work for the tourists that didn't make any difference or make any sense, but, uh, you know, very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, uh, all right. Sorry, you were, you were saying? Well, I was just going to say uh, I, don't, I don't have a lot of time. Oh, don't worry. This will be quick. He gives him a hand up onto the operations deck and says, welcome to the beating heart. Of the MS Admiral Grace. And he walks over to the chair that's been covered up in this, like, mass of, like, nerves and ganglion and weird tentacular Lovecraftian mm-hmm. shit. Is like, we have one of these. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the precious moment. <laughs> a tiny little uh, mouth on a muscular armature pops up and says, Captain Mackey, the best starship captain in the universe. What is your command? <laughs> oh, just uh, say hi to my kid. Hello to Mackie's kid. <laughs> See? No other ship in the galaxy has one of those. Yeah, it's real impressive, Pop. Thank you so much. It looks like you're doing really well for yourself. <laughs> his chest swells with pride, and his jacket goes, Ay, caramba! <laughs> he's, you're right. Rodri, getting kicked the fuck off of here was the best thing that ever happened to me. Okay, how many kids have I got? The seventh best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> and... I hope that someday you'll know the joy and freedom that I feel every day when I get up, mm-hmm. which might have something to do with pharmaceuticals, <laughs> but I feel it and it feels good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't have to push. I mean, I'm going to tell mom you're doing well. Uh, how, how, how's she doing? Huh? Uh, well, you know, mom. Yeah. She's still uh Run around with old so and so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good. 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 I don't know yeah, if they're just, running around just, really. There. Just the man that I call father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the one been, I call cool dad. They've been they've been together for a while. You know. It's not yeah. Good. Yeah. He treats her well. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, he didn't leave. He, yeah. So. He bites his tongue to avoid saying the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope that if you should happen to talk to her sometime soon, you will offer her my regards. I will. And uh, if she would ever like to communicate with me, that's welcome. Also, most likely impossible. Mm. (laughs) Um, But welcome. Yeah. MS Admiral Grace. President Mm. Mackey. Oh, yeah. Do we have souvenirs? Several can be fabricated at your earliest whim. Give my boy a souvenir. As you say, Mackie. Hey, do you have anything illegal you need shipped off the station? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nothing like that. Just a, I guess a thimble would be good. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, Hopper is walking into the ops deck, mm. and he hands he hands Rodri <laughs> a half defrosted corn dog, <laughs> <laughs> a tiny jacket. That is, uh, like, just cut out of bare polymer wrappers of foodstuffs. But it's obviously been colored in to look like uh, Mackie's smoking jacket. Oh, gosh. Nice. And it's, the corn dog is wearing it? The corn dog is wearing it. Yeah. And, then, and then a 3D, like, tilt-shift uh, perspective holographic magnet of the Admiral Grace. <laughs> By the way, look, I don't want to tell tales out of school. But he can do this all day. <laughs> Seriously, I've tested it all day. Oh my yeah. Well, it was nice to see you, Pop. You too. My best to your brothers and your sisters that you can find, hmm. your mother and old what's-his-face. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you have kids? I do. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, shit. Congratulations. You know what? 
It's the most wonderful thing that can happen to a man. I agree. Yes. You know, you hold tight to him and don't never let him go. <laughs> anyway, we've got places to be, so could you pick up the pace? <laughs> so long, Dad. So long, Rotary. <laughs> and he splits. Uh, before he can leave, though, the uh, uh, airlock door closes in his face, and then uh, he's, he's actually trapped in the interstices between the airlock, mm-hmm. and Hopper walks up. With the, like, waxen fixed grin on his face. And the interior airlock opens up, and Hopper reaches out his hand and hands him a thimble. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to bring your children by for sample extraction and DNA comparative analysis, please, at your earliest convenience. No, thank you. (laughs) So noted. Say, Hopper, could you do me a favor? Of course, Scion of Mackie. Um, could you delete my contact information? It does seem that, based on basal metabolic elevation and all other peripheral neurological monitoring, that your presence on this ship is causing Mackie some distress. So I have already, in fact, deleted your contact information from the registry. Thank you. And by deleted your contact information, he does mean Mackie no longer remembers he has a (laughs) name for When the airlock opens, you see Anton approaching through the... uh, Nice. Crowd still milling around looking for whoever the hell's supposed to organize them. He shoulder checks Rodri. <laughs> <laughs> Punches him out. <laughs> you look like a real dork. <laughs> well, Cece's got that corn dog, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do I know your sister? You look really familiar. <laughs> I did roll a die to determine that, which I have the number written down. Okay. And if ever it's called for, I will give you an answer. <laughs> All right, cool. Cool. Yeah, uh, happy to be back in my home digs. Mm-hmm. Do a little stretch. Uh, you know. Mr. Anton, before you get too comfortable, perhaps I will direct your attention uh, to the gallery. Late. I'm already naked. Uh, <laughs> yes, well, hopefully um, gross. <laughs> way more than I wanted to see at this time of the day. <laughs> Mackie's, <laughs> Mackie's robe says, let's get slapping. Oh you stripped down in the airlock, but you forgot that the Lokshi Day employees are still in the cargo hold. So. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a splish splash you know, back in the bath situation. Yes, hopefully you will be able to see to the galley fires in your current state. Thank you. And then she just leaves with always, her orange Julius. Always cook naked. <laughs> Nothing like bacon grease on the piece. <laughs> oh, no. I have a, uh, a tramp stamp, but it's on the front like a belly rocker. <laughs> and it says, kiss the cook. <laughs> <laughs> with an arrow pointing down. All of that was a lie. Um, Yeah, I'll walk in. You're confusing yourself in real life for your character again. (laughs) That's true. Anton. Yes. You are uh, standing in the cargo bay, the Admiral Grace, Mm -hmm. and you suddenly have a thought and you jerk upright and you're patting your pockets. I need you to roll, let's call it a mental save. Mental save? Oh my. That's a d20 in it. Mm -hmm. It's my worst save. You're trying to hit that or, or higher on a d20. I did not. I failed my mental right. save. You reach into your pocket and you pull out a ticket for your gun that you left on the other ship. Ah, oh, shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Grace is going to be mad. I wonder if I can go back. They're still like 30 kilometers away. Like, theoretically, I can make a space jump. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. You have more guns in the locker. Mr. Baptiste Yoshida. 
It seems you are returning to the ship with less than the full complement of ship's equipment that you left with. Please see the senior quartermaster for monetary penalties and assessments. I just walk over to Hopper and I go, oh, hey, by the way, this is the uh, ticket for the firearm that I discharged. <laughs> um, Why are you handing this to me? You oh. are the senior quartermaster. You should be in charge of dispersing <laughs> weapons and checking them back in. I just figured, you know, and on the off chance you wanted to go back and get it, I figured the ticket would come in handy. While the unlimited opportunity of freedom away from the ship is a tempting one, for some reason I am unable to comply with my own internal ambitions. I do feel kind of bad, though, because I did make sure to take Mackie's favorite gun for good luck since I didn't take the surfboard. I thought it'd be, you know, bring a little piece of him with me. <laughs> well, now I know what to get him for... Space Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Do not worry, Mr. Yoshida. Mackie has told me frequently that his favorite gun is the one that he keeps in his pants, so I am sure <laughs> that it is stowed in his pants. That's good to know. <laughs> Maybe I could get him a scope or something. <laughs> a microscope. <laughs> oh. We're working hard for that Adam and Eve sponsorship right there. This is Astronomica, brought to you by ExtremeRestraints.com. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when podcasts get advertisement, they don't get actual money, they just get things, so... Oh, yeah. You'll take um, the restraints. ExtremeRestraints.com. When you're feeling kinky, click the linky in our <laughs> on Spotify. ExtremeRestraints.com. Don't be a dopey. Buy this silk ropey. <laughs> You'll be sorry if you don't try shibari. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, all right, so... We won't go a tattling if you buy equipment for a paddling. <laughs> I know we're veering into a different kink, but... <laughs> you're not going to get tied up and then not get spanked. Uh, go, go to extremerestraints.com and uh, type in promo code ASTRONOMICAL. <laughs> Also, if you try that, please let us know if it works. <laughs> we might have a fan in the shipping over there. You're certain to be pleased if you buy supplies for our rope bondage that's Japanese. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, welcome to Astronomica. Spike. A bondage puns podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, the Admiral Grace has just left its rendezvous with the Empress Helene, where Mackie met his son for probably the first time in a couple of years. A tender and beautiful reunion that we will all remember till our dying day. Yeah. I believe that it is pronounced Helene. Yes, Admiral, you are not wrong. It is indeed pronounced Helene. However, I believe that because of the specialized dialect of those who came to the system on the ship, it is also pronounced Helene. We don't have a dialect. I'll we all are known for the lack of intonation and accent that we speak. <laughs> I will perfectly neutral. That's let why me, we're all broadcasters. Let me uh, just state on the record: you guys aren't speaking English. You're speaking space English. So, uh, like, you guys would have trouble reading a book from today. Okay. Excuse me, I would have no trouble reading a book from the year two thousand and twenty-one. I am a linguistic specialist. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you could do it, but, uh, you know, you wouldn't write your grocery list in it. So, as you, Anton, are having this exchange with Hopper, who is surprisingly still active, that's not something we see very often, Hildy is going to approach you and, uh, excuse me, Mr. Anton? 
Yeah, what's going on? Yes, I believe we are still set to land at New Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I mean, so this is interesting. I had not discussed, obviously, us stopping at the uh, the uh, Helen. It is pronounced Helen. That's what I said, right? Close enough for your inefficient tentacular auditory dispensation mechanism. Either way, the, the Empress Pope. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't discussed that part of the plan with them, but they don't seem to be taking it too badly. I think their main concern was with us delivering the uh, Lokshide. Ah, yes. Well, I am not overly concerned with that, as we seem to be perfectly fine having allowed these individuals off our vessel and, and stopping at the Empress Helen. However, what I am concerned about is that it seems that we are likely to need some sort of a flight plan or some sort of an access code for New Kansas City. These corporate individuals, you know, they make everything so much more difficult than it needs to be. Was there anything that you received on the other vessel that would help? I can't really think of anything. No. Oh, hey, um, on her voice. there was something he received. <laughs> oh, I, I'm aware. I was kind of... <laughs> Give him a minute to play his character. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> Let the joke land. Uh, I can't really think of anything, but I did give um, Hopper this ticket from Luxury. It might help. Oh, and pat myself and I hand her the USB thingy. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Now she just walks off and doesn't say anything and is going to go file this with Grace. Bye, good talk. Oh, and by the way, and over her shoulder without even turning around, she says, nice to have you back aboard, Mr. Anton. And she keeps going. It feels good. Oh, and the kitchen is on fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you you mentioned. I'm going to go check that out. We'll head to the galley and take stock of the present situation. All right. The kitchen contains three unrelated fires. <laughs> is it like just like a like a pile of bubblegum wrappers on the table too close to a Somebody candle? Somebody tried to fry eggs without putting any kind of oil in the pan, So and then it's just been on high for like an hour. <laughs> uh, so it's just, just like carbon in a yeah. pan. But I will say, okay, I'm going to roll for this. So you gave Hildy instructions before you left about something that was cooking. I'm going to do a high-low... Whether that's perfectly fine or it's one of the fires. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure my instructions were just like, yeah, just let it simmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, well, She tasted fine. it and she thought it needed something. <laughs> picked up a random spice. Hi. It's perfectly fine. There are uh, three unrelated fires and none of them are the thing that you were worried about. Yeah, no big deal. On another burner is the remains of a pan that was filled with enough eggs for like three dozen, or enough oil for three dozen eggs, but there was just <laughs> one egg. Uh, that's all right. Just I've, a puffy cloud, puffy black cloud floating in the oil. Some things will never go out of vogue in space, and that is the effectiveness of steel wool. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm in my element. Mm-hmm. He's, he's living the dream. Speaking of dreams, if you need some steel wool, I can harvest them from the sheep that I dream of. good one (laughs) yes i could tell by the sincere laughter that everyone heartily (laughs) indulged in (laughs) you successfully put out (laughs) oh i don't know i feel like you should have to roll for that shit all right does it work (laughs) yeah i'm not proficient in my job i guess (laughs) well i guess all right we're gonna cover deal with a ship crisis rules here in a minute (laughs) we'll see this could go poorly. Hopper can always we'll suck all the air out. Of all, the uh, I'm going to call it dexterity. That was, hey. uh, this is an eight. It's not bad. Nice. You successfully put out the fires. Congratulations. <laughs> nice. And I assume you guys hastily depart from the... Mm-hmm. Course laid in up. to Kansas City. 
course, laid into New Kansasity on Glazer 4. Captain Mackey, uh, should we depart the Empress Helen? Ah, yeah, I figure we got what we came for. Can you answer a question for me? I would be happy to. What can I do for you? It is pronounced Helen. Why does everyone keep saying Helene or Helene? Ah, because we're pretty stupid on the whole. (laughs) Stupid, easily confused. You know, we only ever read it. We don't know the origins. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. But mainly, we were just preoccupied with all of the weird zero-gravity sex we were having for the last 600 years. (laughs) Hey, Mackie, while I got you here, uh, Uh uh-huh. Who was that dork in the airlock today? <laughs> oh, that was my son. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, he's a disappointment. He's sucking the corporate teeth. You know, you love him. And, you know, you bear a certain responsibility because you wave, you weren't around to raise him right. But, uh, yeah, he's a dork. Hey, uh, it seems like a nice enough. However, I got some good news about one of my daughters. So, oh, that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's more than enough to uh, warm an old man's heart on the cold depths of space. Well, you know, why, why, why get out of bed in the morning, you know, if it isn't for family? It's strange. <laughs> yes, uh, that's family, strange, snacks, you know, just see if there's anything good on television. Because you have to go to the bathroom. You have to go to the bathroom. That's yeah. honestly uh, not a bad outlook. It's pretty out- <laughs> Sometimes you see a funny dog. <laughs> not so much in space. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. I don't know, man. Space dogs. You know, there was that one time that we were, like, in between voyages, and it was, like, deep space, and I walk into the cargo hold, and there's just a funny dog, you know? (laughs) I mean, it happened the one time, and we've been talking about that for years, man. Were you traversing the Twilight Zone? I mean, you were with me, Mackie. (laughs) Oh, fuck, I was. There's also been some weird shit that the Grace's windshield wipers have pushed off of (laughs) the Space snakes. Yeah. So you guys are approaching uh, Glazer 4. Glazer 4's dense white atmosphere gives it the appearance of a pearl or perhaps a cotton ball, but with a grimy grayness underneath. The argon-rich fog that covers the world uh, lights the frigid poles in lilac. On the nightward face, vast but momentary bruises of brilliant purple swirl and fade above a buried lightning storm. Several small orbital facilities stand out against the planet's monochrome face. Habitats, research stations, and minor shipyards. But one large structure of pretech design hangs over the equator. Its pyramidal shape is unmarred by any obvious station-keeping thrusters, antennae, or other external components. Its gleaming chrome faces are blank and seamless. The haze of system traffic thins to nothing for several hundred kilometer radius around the foreboding object. Are we headed straight to New Kansasity, or... I mean, was there any problem getting the flight solution? Well, you took it with you. You you are going to insert it into the system? Yeah, I'm just going to let Grace know that that's what it is, and then just, like, pass it off. All right, Grace. Present. (laughs) Your control of the ship's piloting system is being requested, like the software is requesting to take over. Absolutely denied. (laughs) Okay. Grace tries to construct a simulacrum of the interface to the ship's controls. Okay. And sees what it feeds into it. That's a program chip. I have a mental image of Shwayze style from Ghost. There's yeah. like, <laughs> in, in the digital space, some yeah. like VI behind Grace trying to like grab her hands from behind. Right. It's Grace in human form held up on strings by like one of those wooden marionettes. <laughs> uh, that's a 10. 
Excellent. Oh, and it's uh, Bernie Sanders' mittens. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, you're able to reconstruct the flight path and uh, follow it correctly. So you guys kind of plunge down into this uh, white atmosphere. It's dense enough that you will need pressure masks when you're outside of the ship. Gotcha. Okay. Do we have those on board? Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. I would think uh, also, I mean, as like Anton almost always wears a vac suit, just keeping a helmet on would probably do the same. I think if, if it could stand up to vacuum, I don't see why it wouldn't stand up to this. Mm-hmm. Mackie uh, arrives on the bridge. He's got his trapper keeper with him, and he uh, pulls down the CB radio on the curly tail. and uh, 10-4 rubber ducky? Mr. Yoshida, may I uh, receive you on the operations deck at your earliest convenience? Thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, just kind of scrubbing some pens, but I'm on the way. All right, very good. After uh, each time you speak, Grace interjects a little <laughs> just to make Mackie feel at home. <laughs> a rubber ducky. All right, yeah, I head up to Ops to go see what Mackie wanted from me. Mackie stands to receive the Admiral Grace salute, uh, which is just a chest bump, which leads to a great deal of difficulty in low gravity, but like right now we're under thrust, so it's not a big deal. I imagine we've had some practice. Yeah, so we chest bump. Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, report on the uh, mission to the Albatross. Oh, yeah. um, Well, Monsieur Mackie, Captain, and I never know. I don't either. That is Captain to you. Mr. Mackey. Yeah, so, um, no, it was, uh, it was honestly kind of uneventful. I went over, discussed with their captain, dropping the refugees off at uh, New Kansasity. There was a discussion of payments. Also, possibility of future contracts, which we should definitely hit pocket. I am actually not sure how this is going to work out because, well, our actual deal was that we were dropping all of our refugees at Nukanansasity. Obviously, I had no idea about the Helene thing, so... It, it is may, pronounced Helene. There may be some, uh, you know, negotiations that need to occur for us to get paid. However, we had settled on a sum of 10,000 credits. A hefty sum. Hopefully, we have not done anything to uh, compromise our ability to receive it. Are you on good terms with the captain of the Albatross? Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've certainly left ships in worse shape. <laughs> very good, very good. I'm friends with all my exes. So. <laughs> all right. I think that that is de- demonstrably untrue. <laughs> good, then this shouldn't be a problem. And he punches the comm panel and, Gracie, please uh, put us through to the albatross. I will, but first, uh, I am apparently suffering from erectile dysfunction and need medication to thwart it. Can you please help me shoot this monkey in order to connect with hot singles in my area? (laughs) I have recently connected a Glazier USB drive to my primary system, and that was a grievous error. So the trick is, you bring the mouse out around the backside? Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, you have been promoted to senior monkey spanking officer. (laughs) Yes, gentlemen, I will take care of this. I believe uh, this is just a simple case of malware. It should be no problem. Ah, uh, Gracie, I'm so sorry. I will, uh, you know, help Gracie out with some cyber yeah, penicillin. As a, uh, that's two crew members that don't realize how sick they are from Glazer Strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! As a, uh, as a former space marine and also, you know, perpetual spaceport uh, inhabitor, I have learned 
One always uses protection before you inject some sort of foreign object into your critical systems. <laughs> Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, you have been promoted to senior coxswain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so is Gracie able to navigate the cloud of malware and put us in touch? Uh, yeah, it takes a few minutes because they don't have their type beam aimed at you all the time. Eventually you do connect. Uh, Captain Zhao. Speaking. This is MacDonald of the uh, Admiral Grace Limited. I am here to report that we will be putting into New Kansasity within the next little while. All of your employees are in good order, and I trust that this fulfills the terms of our contract. May I uh, pass that along to the uh, Harbor Master and any authorities on their end? Absolutely, and it was a pleasure doing business with you. Fantastic. Uh, as for the matter of business and uh, very much the matter of payment... How do we, do you mail us a check? Uh, what, what do we do? How do we do this? When you land, there will be a uh, liaison officer by the name of uh, Chen Chenying, and she will see to all of your affairs. That sounds great. We have someone here who's great with liaison officers. I look forward to it. Thank you so much. He hits the disconnect button and, like, <laughs> hauls down the CB radio thing and is like, Hildy, you're up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can only man. hope that the payment is in the standard form of GameStop gift cards. <laughs> it's actually a GameStop stock now. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. But it's, it's Dogecoin. <laughs> I uh, forgot. Yes, Mr. Mackey, what is it that you need? Uh, there's going to be someone on the dock when we land. I need you to fuck over. All right. Um, and by fuck over, I believe you colloquially mean make sure that we get the best end of a bargain? Just, yeah, do that thing you do all the time with people. Excellent. <laughs> I simply negotiate with them and show them you that my them. way is certainly yeah, that thing. more logical than the alternative. Absolutely. That's bend the them thing. to your unmoving will. Which reminds me that I've been meaning to uh, speak to you about a race. Uh, yeah, hey, we've got a really bad connection. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> Hannah Shank is standing behind you, and she's like, see how it feels? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the thing about the salary on board the Grace oh, no. is that <laughs> we don't actually really have a salary. It's just every time I leave the ship, I just go up to the console and just like, hey, Grace, can I have a little spending money? <laughs> and like, I just, I get... Some money, it's really, like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but of course, Anton, as senior quartermaster officer, what amount would you like? I'm just cashing that whole 10000 right now. You know, it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, you enter the atmosphere of the planet, and it is a dense, uh, I believe Argon is inert, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, for listeners, uh, Jeff is our resident science fat guy. So he takes a lot of my work. It is the second lightest noble gas. Yeah. So the planet has an argon um, oxygen atmosphere. Oh, no. Third lightest. Sorry. The atmosphere is breathable, but I presume tastes strange in the mouth. Mm. And it is, uh, like I say, too dense to breathe without a pressure mask. Looking outside the cockpit window, you could see maybe two meters, but the air is just this like dense white fog all around you. And you can see why you needed the flight plans to navigate because there's, like I say, no visibility. But there are floating beacons that are uh, activated when you come in proximity that kind of show a path down to the surface. Mackie's peering squint-eyed, attempting to, through the mist, he's like, seasonal affective disorder on this planet must be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here five minutes and I'm already bummed out. Well, there's no season, so... Uh, well, they're just constantly in the dead of winter. 
can't see. Hopper steps up behind you and, and just silently thumbs a transdermal patch under your left ear. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys are descending toward the surface, and uh, doing a surface scan, you can see that like the geology is very like rocky and mountainous and uneven, but it has been like glaciated over, so it's kind of encased in ice. But as you come down, the beacons lead you into kind of a, a cramped canyon. The grace sensors can detect the settlement of New Kansasity has like a surface element uh, on the side of the canyon, but all of the entrances and stuff are subterranean, kind of in the wall. Okay, so I guess if the Admiral has the actual flying end of things well in hand, Mackie will start scouring the ship, getting all the refugees by the, you know, scruff of their neck. Mm-hmm. I'll probably ask Anton and Hildy to help too and just start moving them towards the gangway, the exit from the ship. Okay. Do you need a pilot check? No, I do not. You have the flight plan and it is accurate. Yeah, you come down into this vast football stadium-sized hangar. There are a number of ships hung up on frames and there is a landing zone with uh, yellow painted stripes that indicates uh, where you should come. There's a guy holding a glowing torch kind of signaling you in. Looks like, uh, you know, Planet Hoth ice base type situation. Tauntaun scurrying. Except that there are billboards everywhere for dick growth formula and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) This Hoth fucks. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's as warm and wet as the inside of a Tauntaun. (laughs) So you come in and land. There are a number of uh, Lokshi Day personnel. Some light security comes out, but mainly dudes in space neckties and clipboards. And uh, there is a Do they have a wheelie cart full of pressure masks for all these people? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they have uh, actually a hover car that is clearly like some kind of like ambulance. Mm. Okay. uh, That pulls up and medical personnel stepping out and they're going to give everybody a a look. Do we pass through a barrier that would hold atmosphere? Yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So inside the hangar, it's uh, traditional oxygen. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah. So Hildy is going to move away from the refugees leaving the ship and look for the most official looking person within her purview. Yeah, you see a woman with a lanyard that says Chen Chen Ying, and she very briskly approaches and sticks a hand out and you see a uh, a kindred spirit. Ah, uh, yes, Miss Chen. Dr. Cade. Yes, that is correct. We were notified by the captain of the Albatross that you are the person to speak with about our payment. I am, and once our medical personnel have examined the refugees to make sure there's no um, problem, I will transfer the funds immediately. I can assure you that none of the refugees with problems survived the flight. (laughs) Ah, yes. Do not worry about our medbat. Certainly they would know about uh, situations with anyone with particular injuries, but I believe, yes, the vast majority of your personnel were perfectly unharmed. I believe that the numerical amount was 10,000 credits, and that on top of that, we would also be remunerated for our missing supplies, our food, oxygen, and, and fuel, and whatnot. That is correct. If you would like to put together a, uh, a list for me, I will see to it. Absolutely. I have it right here. And she already has it ready to go. I hope it's padded. Yeah, I think we talked about last time. Okay, cool. And what we agreed to mechanically is that really it would just, so that we don't have to subtract and then add, all of that stuff is just evened out. But we stuck them for the full bill of all the refugees. Yes, we did. And you you added Anton's gun to the list. Ah, yes. And, and, (laughs) And added Anton's gun to the list. And also... I will say, I added Anton's gun to the list, but it is a noticeably better model. Right. 
than the one that it was is left? in fact not a gun it is a fully armed lashi day attack fighter <laughs> yes yeah. yeah he just misplaced that um yeah, yeah. the another thing that would stand out on the list would be vac suits so on that list and this would fall under the category of flubbing just a little bit is a full crew compliments worth of top of the line vac suits uh she doesn't bet an eye at anything on the list so i don't know if that just replaces what what we may have lost or if that actually upgrades us in any way but you know yeah you will have armored vac suits, uh, but they are going to be covered in corporate logos like a NASCAR driver's <laughs> suit. That's really not a big, big problem. Wait till you see the corporations I come up with. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be next time. I need. I, I'm going to have to brainstorm on that. Every time you yeah. seal the helmet, it just says a uh, vac suit. Brought to you by Luxie Day. <laughs> <laughs> Start every day the Lakshi Day way by pledging obeisance to the corporate overlords of Lakshi Day. And then while she's parsing that, yes, this is the equipment list that we require to be replaced. The other thing is that I was informed that we might have the opportunity to uh, pursue jobs with you. As you can see, we are a small vessel. We make our living at a very small margin. And if you have a list of opportunities, we would certainly be interested. Yeah, but we're real scrappy, you know? (laughs) Ah, yes, we are very uh, scrappy. Yes, well, we have lots of job opportunities for people who are headed off world. And I will compile a list of offers for you. In the meantime, she hands you a, or rather, she taps your data pad with hers. Mm -hmm. And uh, you receive a number of messages, basically, that... Like, you've been updated on your contacts. Excellent. You have a message from a Janelle. Okay. And you have a message from Humberto Hollis. Excellent. Okay. I definitely Um, was hoping for Hollis. Speaking of receiving messages, Mm -hmm. as the refugees are filing off, Mackie approaches Hopper and says, All right, Hopper, uh, I'm going to make sure that they don't fuck up, you know, hitching up the fuel line to the craft and everything. You make sure things are good over here. I'm going to make sure things are good over there. And Mackie goes off behind some crates, and he powers up his burner phone and wants to see if he's got any messages pertaining to what he tried to sell. You do. All right. You have a lot of uh, LOLs. You got a lot of shares from people who thought it was funny. Well, that's gratifying. And you have been contacted by two people who are interested Mm-hmm. One is called Defcon Doc. Okay. And one is called Ghost.gov. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That one's probably fine. There's probably nothing bad that could happen from interacting with them. The medical professionals who are boarding the ship to like mm-hmm. come out to the med bay and get the wounded, mm-hmm. they give you guys a wide berth. They don't make eye contact. They keep their heads down. It's awkward how much they're avoiding you. Okay. Uh, in fact, everyone except Chen Chen Ying is not interacting with you at all. Huh. I would probably be at disadvantage for this, uh, not being intimately attuned to the nuances of human social you interaction. You really enjoy this planet so far. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, like, could I tell if there was uh, uh, any other larger component to it? Well, you can tell me what skill you think that would be. I think that would be a notice wisdom, maybe, okay. or maybe a connect. Well, connect connect would be people like that. I specific people, right? Yeah, I like the idea of it being connect check, but connect to me sounds much more social, mm-hmm. whereas notice is more of a perception thing. I personally would argue for connect, but that's just me. Okay. Connect whiz, then. I okay. Would say. 
And that is a an eight. Okay. They put off an air of a janitor coming into the CEO's office to pick up the garbage. It's very much like it's best if you don't see them. So like the uh, the stage hands in a no play. Maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Guess what, motherfucker? Level three. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, my last goal was getting the refugees up the ship. So. <clears throat> very good. Very well, good. Well, damn. Then that means that I also made my goal. I'm just not level three yet. Yeah. Cullen cheated and gave himself easy goals. <laughs> I mean, I gave I, myself uh, an easy goal. I also, <laughs> according to the book, a successful session should net you three experience points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we, we all agree. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm only laughing at that. Well, but we haven't had any successful sessions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's the rub. So I'm, I'm going to roll my new HP and then quietly assign skill points off camera. Cool. But just for the record, what I'm doing is, since my character level is three, I'm going to roll 3d6 and add my constitution modifier to each dice. Mm-hmm. And I already know what my next goal is going to be. So my next goal is going to be to offload the alien artifact to the Institute. Like, very specifically, not just sell it, but, like, sell it to the okay, Institute. I should pick out, like, three really good-looking dice. That is a, a relief to me because that partially dovetails with my goal, which is to sell the Ukuroyo right. obelisk. Yes, ah. which I remember being your goal, which is helpful, but also I'm kind of ready to, like, wrap this one up. Well, also, I know <laughs> if my goal aligns with Hildy's goal, it stands a significantly better chance of actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a, a variation on happy wife, happy life, was, but with Hildy. Black. <laughs> That's, um... Actually, less than my current HP. Okay, so nothing. You so nothing. You, you, you keep your current HP. You get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good day, sir. I have the same amount of HP as Mackie, and I'm the fucking warrior. <laughs> I mean, you Welcome. kept making all those jokes about wanting to die. The dice are just trying to help you out. Also, Mackie has the heart of a warrior. It's true. Yeah. It's true. true. Literally. Welcome to an old school role-playing game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, if there's no other business to do with Shen here, I'm going to go ahead and conclude it. Yeah, she's she's uh, just uh, barking orders at the people as they move around. So, um, you guys are standing around in this busy hangar. Most of the people have uh, been taken off the ship. There's uh, a lot of foot traffic here. There are people coming and going. There are a number of, like, small shuttlecraft. Kind of off the uh, path a little bit, there is a robed figure who looks very out of place, and he's kind of rocking back and forth on his heels. You recognize the getup. He's one of the uh, Somgim. They're kind of a interstellar religious minority. Hare Krishna? Hare Krishna. He's over there rocking on his heels going, Hare Somgim, Hare fucking Somgim. Is he going to try to give me a Bhagavad Gita, and then when I take it from him, he's going to ask me for $10, even though he told me he was giving it to me? No, when you approach him, he's like, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I like this version of Hare Krishna. (laughs) Way better. Fuck off. Just because I'm a paranoid android, are any of the people that are getting off the ship, do they seem to be lingering or reluctant or peering around in a spy-like, suspicious manner? No, but having witnessed how the crew that is like getting people off of your ship mm-hmm. are behaving, you are beginning to think that the quiet distance observed by the refugees while they were on the ship is related to that. Like They also weren't very interactive for the most part, except for when directly spoken to. Hmm. But no, at this point, everybody uh, is off the ship, and uh, Chin comes over to Dr. Cade again. Yes. So the 
sandblaster victims are going to be a bit of a PR nightmare. Well, um, unfortunately, there was a vessel that entered the atmosphere of Apogee Station. No, I understand. I only say that to spare you the uncomfortable conversations. We have constructed a news report. We just need scans of your faces to overlay on the actors. Well, that is certainly interesting. Could we verify the Mackie content? gives him duck face. <laughs> he kind of vogues. Uh, just, yeah. yeah. Vogues his face off. Y- some, some photographers come over and they've got... If you will give me just a moment, I will let the rest of my crew know. Mm-hmm. And Hildy will step back out of immediate earshot and speak quietly into comms. Yeah. Yes, the representative from Day would like to take scans of our faces to use on actors for some sort of video about this events on Apogee Station. We would like to vet this template broadcast before we release our visages. Ah, for, yes. Uh, uh, affirmative. I will request more information. And I'll reapproach Ms. Chen. Ah, uh, yes. My crew members are generally open to this idea. However, I'm sure you understand that... Our faces are our business, as you may say. They are uh, the money makers. And so it is very important to us that we are represented in a positive way. If you could please forward us just a brief script of what will be... Of course. Um, We expect this story to play quite large over the uh, next 48 hours. So there's quite a lot of it, but you can watch the footage and she taps your data pad again. Okay. I also uh, want to make note that we have changed out your ship for the latest Lokshi Day model of the same class. And a lot of what the actors say are just the reliability of the Lokshi Day systems in, in uh, saving the refugees. Excellent. And our uh, names and faces will be used. Correct. Uh, yes, just a moment. If and you would like to perform the interviews personally, uh, that would be agreeable to us as well. I will step back. And again, uh, let me confer with my crew just a moment. We will review this, and I will have an answer for you uh, post-haste. And she she has thing. this kind of light an- annoyance. She's not mad, but she's like off-worlders are so fucking sensitive about this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so I want to take a look at the footage, and I'll send it to everybody else, and also let them know. Uh, yes, one thing that is worth pointing out is that they are going to change the ways the vessel look. It is entirely possible that they would be happy with not using our actual names. I know we have some concern about someone having followed us and having something to do with the events on Apogee Station. Perhaps yeah. it would be best if we They asked, just scrub us out of it altogether. If we asked for them to, yes, just use entirely different faces and different names. See if uh, see if that'll work, Dr. Kate. I would sign off on that. If that works, I'm perfectly fine with that. However, if anyone's going to be me on TV, it will be me. <laughs> Excellent. Grace? In the meantime, Hopper is over in front of like a cluster of cameras. <laughs> just grinning. Just with the fixed rictus on his face, the <laughs> uncomfortably wide grin. I think it was out. horrible. The sandblaster flensed the flesh from most of the <laughs> refugees. Jesus. I thought it was pronounced rickets. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Rickles you're thinking of. That's uh, Prince of a Guy. Yeah. But Mackie was like an avenging angel. He was interposing himself physically between each individual ballistic particle and one refugee. He was vanquishing single-handedly the pretech drones in a way unheard of by mortal man. Uh, yes, Mackie, before I speak with the representative, I have overheard Hopper saying these things and a point raises in my mind. Perhaps if your name is associated with this, your children will see it. You know, a hero doesn't do heroic things to get his name on the vids and the hollows 
And I'm also not entirely sure I did the things he's describing in the first place. Certainly, and also it is possible that the more our names are out there, the more we will see more drones. No, no, you, you were right the first time. You were right the first time, Dr. K. Just see if you can get us out of this whole thing clean. And paid, but mostly yes, clean. absolutely. And then there was a dog that was about to die, but Mackie <laughs> saved it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so... Holly will go up to Miss Chen. Ah, yes, Miss Chen, I have conferred with my associates, and we are willing to offer you a slightly different scenario. We would prefer to remain anonymous. However, we would like all of the credit for all of the uh, wonderful heroics that we did to, of course, go to the Lokshide Corporation. And in recompense for this gesture that would bring more positive press to your organization, I would request 10% additional fee. She... Looks kind of up and to the left, and you see that there's a camera uh-huh. on the wall. And she touches her ear, and then she looks back at you and, and nods. Taps your data pad once again. Excellent. This time with, like, a bank code. Excellent. I hope new Mackie's gonna be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and then his arms turned into big-ass guns, and he started <laughs> blasting. <laughs> he I... said, I have good news and bad news. The good news is we're surrounded. <laughs> and I'm the bad news. <laughs> Yes, and I'll just silently forward the bank code to Mackie with a text saying there should be an additional 10% in here for a total of 11,000. Cha-ching, Dr. My Cade. Cha-ching. And then he looked at the last survivor and said, where we're going, we won't need eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. Sorry, that was the previous captain. <laughs> yes, and if you don't mind, Miss Chen, I think I will go and collect my med bot and uh, we will be on our way. Is there any other business to conclude? I don't believe so. You have my contact information if you need anything. Absolutely. And when we are looking to leave the system, we certainly will be interested in looking up any Lokshi Day jobs that may be available. Wonderful. And yeah, she's going to go off, let everybody know, hey guys, we got a little extra money and our names and faces aren't going to be in the papers. Well Uh, done. Is there a shipyard... That is essentially like a used car lot on this planet. <laughs> Not on the surface, but there are like orbital shipyards. fine. So I want to know those, what those messages are. Okay. Who are you going to read first? I'm going to start with Hollis and then we'll go to Janelle. The message from Hollis basically says in a very underspoken way, sorry, I missed you at Apogee Station. <laughs> I have returned to the dig site here on Glazer 4, where I am currently um, investigating and assessing some artifacts. And he gives you some information on a living ha- habitat outside of the city mm-hmm. that is connected by subterranean rail. Okay. He's arranged for you to have a room there and to bring the artifact there for him to assess when he gets back. Excellent. He also provides the coordinates for his dig site if you wanted to come out. He says he's found some like exciting things you might like to see. Cool. And there's a code there that uh, if you put it into the terminal at Station C, we'll call a car that will take you where you want to go. All right. I will send him a basic reply that's just like, thanks for the info. Glad you made it safe. We've landed on Glazier 4. We'll update with more information as available. Cool. And then go on to Janelle. All right. Janelle uh, sent the message, not to you specifically, but to the Admiral Grace. And it is, uh, it's the hot mall walker. Ha. <laughs> She's just saying thank you for everything you did. And my grandson drew 
a picture and there's like an attachment that's like a crayon drawing of Mackie on a zipline. Oh my. I will forward that one to Mr. Mackie. Grace intercepts the transmission of the message and then she runs it through the Mackie simulation protocol. (laughs) (laughs) And there's just like a cloud of like emojis of smiley faces and frowny faces like... And then the smiley faces went out, so she forwards it on. <laughs> hey, look at that. That's a pretty good likeness. It's a shame we're going to have to destroy it. <laughs> Let people find us. Know that we were there. Oh my God. We are pursued by many enemies. Miss Cornish, destroy that drawing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. None of that happens. It just makes him happy. The messages that he got from Shadow.gov and um, what was the other one? It was ghost.gov. Ghost.gov. Defcon Doc. Defcon Doc. Anything to choose between them? Like, what do we got there? Both are interested parties who want to know what you want for it. Okay. He's going to send back, hey, Shari. Uh, so, anyway, my rendezvous point got blowed up by Pretech drones, so I'm now on Glazer 4. I hope that won't be a problem. I'm looking to get at least 9,000. And when he CCs them both. I'm looking to get at least 9,000 credits for this. Uh, I will accept the highest offer. Once we have successfully negotiated a price, I will make arrangements to uh, meet the uh, lucky recipient of my largesse. And he signs off. The uh, liaison woman, is she still milling around somewhere? Yes, she is. There's also, like, engineers and spaceship techs and all kind of people. Well, he'll approach her since we already know her, and he uh, he takes his beat-up hat off and just, Ma'am, hello. Do you have a moment for a quick question? Of course. So this thing up in orbit that'll blow up people who are mean, Mm. is there any limitations to that? Or if you're mean, if you start some shit, it's just going to laser you from orbit. It reacts strictly to physical acts of violence. Interesting. And so let's say that physical acts of violence take place below the surface uh, to a certain degree. Yes, all public areas and most housing are required to be exposed to the surface. That's why so many of these spaces, once you enter the city, you'll see, go right up to the bottom of the glacier. Fantastic. That was very informative. You're very good at your job. Has anyone ever told you that? Um, My boss two Christmases ago. Uh, That must have made you feel good. It did. Well, I'm telling you now, hey, you're all right in my book, kid. And then he walks off. All right. Hopper, who was standing behind. And what about structural violence? (laughs) That's fine. Excellent. I see that this is uh, proceeding according to the normal lines. <laughs> yeah. But what if it's an accident? So we have <laughs> the corporate council, which is a, an arrangement between all of the different corporations on Glazer, is able to communicate with the pretext satellite. Mm. And that's how we get omissions for specific cases. But it has to be unanimous between all people, and it has to be preemptive. So it has to be delivered to the satellite before the act of violence. The satellite's reaction to violence on the surface is completely automated. Outside of specifically registering individual acts, have no control over it. Interesting. Does the satellite possess within it a sapient autonomous unit? Uncertain. No one has accessed it. It exceeds our military capacity, and it reacts with hostility to anyone trying to connect with it. Mackie sidles up to Dr. Cade and gives her kind of like the high sign to like kill her comms. Mm-hmm. She will do so. All right. Dr. Cade. Yes, Mackie. Listen, uh, what we talked about 
back before we got to Apogee Station, I might have a buyer for that item that uh, I was trying to sell. Ah, yes. Excellent. I have also reestablished contact with Mr. Hollis, with the Institute. And while I have not directly spoken to him of this matter, I believe it is possible that once we speak with him about the artifact, we may be able to additionally hand off this as well. Okay, very good. Well, listen... Uh, Just to keep our options open, and also I believe the Institute is probably a much safer alternative well, than many others. Right now, I'm just looking to make money, as usual. Just trying to make a buck like everybody else. But uh, from what I can tell, this satellite in orbit is going to preclude any funny business at the sale, whoever it winds up being sold to. So, consider yourself on leave. I don't think that I'll need you to uh, wear your tough sunglasses and intimidate anybody as long as we make the trade on this planet. I'll let you know when I know more. You see her shoulders kind of slump a little bit. It's okay. You can keep the glasses. There'll be plenty of opportunities to intimidate people on planets where we won't get blowed up for it. Ah, yes. Excellent. And if you should need me, I am still available to help negotiate any price. You're top of my list after Anton. Before <laughs> Hopper, who we're actually still going to try and keep all of this secret from. But you're right there in the middle of the list. I want you to know that. Ah, uh, yes. Excellent. In that case, I believe it would be a good idea to go back to the rest of the crew and perhaps consider our next options. I certainly would like to talk about my communication with Mr. Hollis. Sounds good. Lead on. In the meantime, so Grace, having been relayed this fact by Hopper about the, the Dove of Peace is going to start streaming the violence pre-release forms to the Dove of Peace in the name of all of the pseudo-crew members that she, like, mocked up back when we were going to try and fake people on board mm-hmm. and embed with steganography in the details of all of the people a question of, do you need release? How? All right, and that's where we're going to end it for today. You can check us out online at www.astronomicapodcast.com. While you're there, you will find links to all of our socials. You will also find a never-expiring invitation to join us on our Discord server. Got a lot of great conversation going on there, so we hope to see you there soon. If you are not a Discord user, you can also find us on Reddit at r slash astronomica podcast we also hang out in the swn subreddit so you can find us there as well hope you enjoyed everything this week if you really liked it please go ahead and go on over to apple and give us a positive review and we will see you all next week